I'm sitting here literally in pain from breaking my left pinky finger and literally the left side of my face inside my mouth. Yeah, there's teeth in there. I literally still haven't went to the dentist and my cavities like throbbing. My nerves are just, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Currently, I'm in Portland, Maine with the team. I still traveled. Sunday, I broke my finger in D.C. If we take it back to that point, we play like a 1 p.m. game in D.C., you know, amped up people in there. Finally, the game that we had before, ain't had nobody in there. We actually had somebody, actually a fan, was literally courtside of that game, screaming at their own player, telling him he sucked. It was crazy. Anyways, played a game, D.C., second quarter, grabbed a rebound, smashed it like, yeah, give me that. And, you know, kind of had like a hand connected to my hand. And the hand that was connected to my hand actually did some damage to my hand, specifically my left pinky finger. And after that hand was off my hand, I looked at my hand, my finger, and the bottom of the nail bed was out. Like it had prong out of my, where it was supposed to be. So I was like, uh, yeah, that's not a uh, practical at all. <laughs> and you know, the adrenaline, when you play a game, I'm just like, ah, but then I looked at it and it made me go, ah, and then I asked to get out. And then I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, and you know, with some colored language, it, it was crazy. It, it hurt so bad. Like the break was almost clean, like right on the little nub at the end. Um, shout out Pat Sponzo, my athletic trainer here at the Greensboro Swarm. He rushed me back to get x-rays. Obviously I knew it was broken. I heard it pop and it felt terrible. Basically, long story short, I had to get the x-rays. They bandaged it up. They, they shot me up because the pain was crazy. And then literally 10 minutes after I'm like, Hey, can I get some more of that? God forbid I'd be addicted to opioids, but boy, I was, Hey, that, that pain was crazy because the bone was not stable. So until, you know, the next day that I got surgery, well, the day after the next I got surgery, it was going to be painful. So literally that day, the next day I went to uh, my doctor's appointment and he rebandaged it because the bandage that they had on was, you know, bulky and crazy and hurt. Um, but I was on painkillers. So Sunday, broken finger. Next day, appointment. The next day, surgery. So when the surgery comes, you know, I'm out of it. Obviously I put my, I literally went live. I can't remember this live at all. I went live and I was just talking. <laughs> They're pretty funny posts, but I say all this to say, I've been kind of out, been kind of out of it this week, dealing with pain, not only in my finger, but in my mouth. Um, and I've just been trying to get back, you know, it's funny whenever you experience these things in life and kind of changes in your routine, it's like you're catching up with yourself. For me, that's me literally right now. I feel like one, I don't even have real things to say on this podcast because it's like, I haven't even had time to even think for myself. So it's, when I get on here, it's literally Wednesday at 1152. This episode will come out tomorrow. This Talking Tough will come out literally in a couple hours. And I don't know. It's one part, obviously, honoring my commitment to this thing and just speaking. And, and I like having a free plot, free, blah, 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 free 
unedited platform to just speak my thoughts and speak, you know, the current events of my life. But on the other hand, I do want to provide value to anybody listening. But I don't know. I think there's something in life and there's these times in life where we just have these lulls, these moments of, wow, I'm in pain, literally in bed, wearing a hoodie in Portland, Maine. So, you know, that's kind of where this lies. I don't know. It just got me thinking, though, you know, it's good. And you don't even need to know what God is doing in your life to just know that he has everything under control. Maybe I need to be sit down, sit my ass down, learn something else. Um, But I do think there's always a, a miracle in every moment that we do have. I'm sitting here and I get to kind of look at not only the game from a different lens, but, you know, my teammates and again, this podcast and different things from different lenses, because obviously I have more time. And I have a different perspective that I can garner from this. I don't know. I'm just literally me. I'm a type of person that's so, you know, detailed. And I have a regime that's where I get up. I eat the same kind of things, oatmeal. I have my greens. I have my protein shake. I do, you know, a couple of workouts and I get on to practice and those type of things. So now it's like without the left hand kind of, I'm almost feeling you know, I'm getting anxiety and trying to come up with how do I stay engaged? How do I stay involved, but do it with one hand. And it's like when my mind believes trying to get me thinking of the next day, the next day, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Even I have an episode coming up um, that I'm excited about that I get to do at the G League showcase here on Sunday. This is Wednesday and I'm already thinking ahead. And also I was supposed to have a guest on the last episode but that gets canceled, but I'm doing it this week, some day this week. And I'm trying to piece together the right schedule for everything to work out. So I'm like preparing for two different interviews while a broken hand and broken finger, God forbid, God forbid, broken hand, broken finger and all these different things. And like, quite frankly, when you have a broken finger, everything's hard, like showering, resting, laying down, waking up in the middle of the night. Don't just all this thing that's building kind of this restless voice, the mind believe in my head, you know, that's trying to get me stressed. But there's another side of me that's at peace because I know God, whatever, <laughs> he works everything for your good to those who love him. And I love him and I trust him. So anything that's going on in my life, around my life, <laughs> he'll get his good out of it. I don't know. I just... It's funny. There's a lot that went on this week um, that obviously I'm candid. I'll speak on, um, you know, coaches, players transferring, different things. And I don't know. It just gave me a different perspective. And there's so much chatter about things that happen. And without specifically going into the details of everything that happened, because, again, I will talk about everything. I, I have no problem, but I do think some things don't deserve the highlight that every other thing does. And when I say that, I mean this. Whenever people disappoint you or there's disappointing news or there's things that you don't agree with, I think if you unpack and you look at where that came from. I think it always comes down to the mindset one garners when doing things or 
in environments or so I'm, that's why it's so essential, honestly, for this platform. It's so essential to have an open platform to speak about the mentality and, and, and your mindset and the negative voice, because that negative voice can cause many or cause people to do th- different things that they wouldn't have done before. That negative voice can cause people to leave a school or that negative voice can cause people to comment on things. And, and it just causes you to act out of character. And without even alluding to everything, I don't even give a damn, honestly. But literally, everything negative, everything positive, it comes down to your mentality, your mindset. If you're acting not how you would or not in the way that you would, you look at your mental and you question the emotions that you have. And I do think emotions sometimes are revelations. I say that to say they reveal things to you that you wouldn't notice. Like, why do I feel this way? Why am I sad? Why am I angry? What and where is that coming from? If we don't ever take the time to actually sit in that and rest in that, how can we ever change? It's uncomfortable. You know, the discomfort in that makes us uncomfortable. But as we listen to our emotions, as we sit in these things, as we continue to have these conversations, we have more information about what we're dealing with. I don't know, this podcast and these conversations, just the more times that we hear actionable changes and how other people are doing things to get over that negative voice. I truly believe it, the more likely we are to make changes ourselves. These emotions are signals that reveal things to us that, you know, that we need to do deeper work in ourselves. That if we undress those suppressed emotions, allow those motion, to allow those things, those emotions to lead us to just discover more about ourselves and discover the deeper root of the issue that we're dealing with. It's important to know you're not alone. I'm going a lot of different ways, but I did read this thing. I'm not sure who he is. I think his name was Twitch. Um, Rest in peace. I'm not even sure of the story, but I just was seeing it on social media today. I guess he was someone who was on the Ellen show or forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, he committed suicide. And it, it just, man, it, that, that thing touched me so much because I saw a lot of the people that I follow, you know, post about him, RP, RP, and, and obviously he was a big, you know, staple in the community. Um, but it's tough, you know, because when I hear these stories of, of people, you know, taking their lives and, and that sort of act, you know, you would never know. And, you know, I talk about sitting alone and, and sitting and listening and, and speaking to that negative voice and reflecting. And I think that is good. Reflection is great for intro- introspection. Like 
reflecting to understand how you feel and why you feel this way. But through those really tough times where you're thinking about doing something like that, I think we all need each other. You know, you need to be able to conceptualize those thoughts that you are having and speak to somebody else to journal, to talk, therapy, you know, a conversate with somebody else, talk, act, you know, there is a power of one more, one more conversation, not even knowing his story, not even knowing that situation, but it just has me thinking, what if there was another conversation, another phone call, another text, something that changed and shifted his mindset, the power of one more. I don't know. I think it's important because most people don't open up because of the fear of being judged. But when something like this happened, it's like, how can we create more open space for these type of conversations? Because I would hate, and, and it's so disheartening to hear stories like this of, of people taking their life when Yes, I have no idea what he went through and I have no idea what he must have felt, but I think the power of one more can really help in those type of situations. Oh, man, it's it's tough because we don't ask enough questions. You know, we let our lives and our jobs and even our passions dictate us. Like, it's not the other way around. We let these things in our life dictate, control how we feel, how we move. Another hard story to read was the World Cup reporter that passed. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I heard and I read this story of basically on December 5th, he was saying that he was feeling sick, that he he was working a lot. And he was covering so many stories that he was, he thought it was a sickness. They thought it was bronchitis, something like that. Um, a couple of days later, he ends up passing. He had an aneurysm, kind of a small, undetected, rare thing, basically for the overuse and the work. And I'm just thinking like, man, life, man, life, life, man, life, man. My goodness, my goodness, man. Do we ever take a step back and listen to us and listen to how we feel and listen to, I don't know, because obviously I don't want to tell and say, oh, he should have did this and he should have, like, God forbid I even say that because that's not what I mean. I do think there's lessons in everything and it's just a broader outlook on life. It's like one life is too short. We know that. It's not even a cliche. It's like, wow, it, it literally is too short. And to cherish the people around you because you never know. And to cherish the conversations because you never know. You know, Texas Tech, great past as well, Coach Mike Leach. And and, and that shook the whole football world, it seems like. It, it's like you have a passionate leader you know, someone who changed the game, someone who was known, is known 
of, of changing everything uh, for Texas Tech football and for so many years passes at the age of 61. It, it just really has you thinking, like, what is this? Like, life is so short. Life is so precious. And I didn't even take and even mean to take this turn on here, but it's just like, man, the things that you're going through in your daily life, if you're listening to this, what are you placing as number one on your list? Is it your job? Is it your passions that you're working? Or is it your family? Is it your relationship with Christ? Is it you? Are you placing the right things in the right order in your life? Because when it's all said and done, and when this is all over with, you really can't take none of this with you. And after you go, where are you going? I don't know. I think the mind bully, the the anxiety tries to get you thinking on this life, what you see, you know, the the, the things that you can touch. The things that you see with your eyes now, like it tries to get you here, here, next, next, next. But what about the things that you can't see? 61 years old, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough. And I know Texas Tech, uh, obviously I'm a Red Raider. There's a lot of Red Raiders listening to this. and. Obviously, if you're affected, I'm praying, praying for, you know, every community affected by that loss and, and the losses I mentioned earlier. It's it is tough, man. It's really tough. But the more that we we step out and we have these conversations about the things that happen in our life and how we're affected by them, I think, you know, somebody is encouraged by having that community feel around and, and to speak about the real things that they've experienced. Maybe they're not affected by this, but they've had things in their life like this happen and they can understand and they can empathize with the way others feel. And we can go and grow closer together. God is good. And I think, and I, I don't want to have a sad tone, but man, I, I, I just think life is so precious. I know it is. I know it is. And I know if you're listening to this podcast and you've ever felt like taking your life. I just want you to know there's power in one more. There's power in one more conversation. There's power in one more thought. There's power in one more call, one more touch, one more hug. There's power in one more. Don't ever feel like you're alone in what you're going through, even though it can be dark sad, tough, rough, and and don't ever feel like, you know, somebody else has to know what you're going through in terms of the way you feel. Because not everybody does know what you're going through. But I think it is on you to know that people around you will help you through. It doesn't have to be your parents. It doesn't have to be your friends. Literally, it can be a stranger. There's power 
and one more. If you have a thought that nobody loves me, nobody's there for me, nobody will hear me out, nobody understands. I thank you for listening to this. That'd be a false statement. Because all you need is one more. One more person to believe in you and one more person to see your value. And to see that you have more inside of you. And if you need that one more person, I'm that for you. Life is to be lived, life is to be enjoyed, and life is to be expressed. And the way that you do express is by having that one more conversation. I think the Spirit of the Lord always directs me in the way that I speak. And, you know, I always ask Him to speak through me and let Him speak and not me. And I do think He's speaking. And if it touches one person, <laughs> Pops, I did my job. Obviously, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to lie. I didn't pray exactly before this episode, but I should have. I could pray after. But, man, I just, I don't know. I'm just in a space where I'm really inclined on trying to change lives with this pod and trying to change lives with my voice and trying to change lives with just my mindset. I want people to understand the mindset that I have and why I get behind this mic and do what I do. It's really to help prevent some of the things I saw this week, whether it's acting out, whether it's speaking out, whether it's crazy comments on the Twitter, or whether it's suicide, I think this platform overcoming that negative voice really imploring people to do the inner work, to look inside themselves, to have more conversations, to know that they're not alone, to know that there's people going and growing alongside of them, to know this is what I'm so passionate about. If you're listening to this podcast and, again, you're in these times, there's power in one more. Please, literally, at King No underscore, <laughs> at Mindbully Podcast, at Mindbully Pod on Twitter. Literally, DM me. I'm there for that one more. I'm sorry, this isn't like the same lighthearted, Norris to jovial. That's part of me too, but I, I'm not in that mode right now. And I think it's important to just be myself all the time on this podcast and to showcase my different kind of sides um i still i'm so i always say this i'm so hard on myself i still need to start the the youtube i've already recorded a lot but since i don't know how to do a lot of it youtube university is helping me out but i don't know i think maybe that's that's the step now i broke my finger god sat me down to say hey bro you got time now bro relax do what you got to do but i don't know it's 12 12 right now i probably go work out with one hand, try to do some one hand push ups. Ooh, I look like a Greek god after that. I already did some ab stuff. I want to run, get my body going. I just got to feel like a little blood. You know, I got to feel some my blood boiling a little bit. But how did I go from the power of one more to blood boiling? I don't know. But guys, I, I'm 
so appreciative to have this podcast. Um, candidly speaking, I don't know what the next episode is. Candidly speaking, I don't know what I'm going to say on Sunday, but I know again, God is going to speak through me. You guys will hear that version then. Thank you for listening. And just know that as you live out your day on this Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this, know that there's power in one more conversation. There's power in one more text. There's power in one more talk. And there's power in one more. Love.